0: And welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplessis alongside Cody Owen. As always, really excited What's up, guys? to have really excited to have uh, Cody back here next to me. As always, and and we've got a very very special guest with us this week. I'm really excited to welcome in one of Service Autopilot's newest employees, um, but uh, has a long and distinguished history. She came to us by way of Florida through. Originally though originally from New York, she uh, went to Florida State University and finished up her degree in professional and technical writing at University of South Florida, although she doesn't like to admit that because she'd rather be a seminal than a bull. No one's blaming her there. Uh, she's Those been a, are
1: words. She's been, <laughs> I knew some of them.
0: <laughs> she's been a marketing director, program development uh, specialist, uh, social, uh, social and display product line um, creator, as well as trained entire sales teams. She's eaten b- bugs with Phil Cogan from The Amazing Race and has even hung out and worked alongside Montel Williams. Uh, so I guess she's, you know... Lisa, now's the time
1: to ask. So your name's Lisa Marino. It are is you, Lisa Marino are you related is our guest. to Dan Marino, oh, that of Miami coming, Dolphins fame.
2: Oh God, I wish I would get that question in Florida <laughs> all the time. I, may, I I will admit it has gotten me some some restaurant reservations now and then, but uh, not so much anything else. Bear, or you, don't made, table, you don't have a table. You don't have a table at
0: eight o'clock. Did I mention my name was Lisa Marino?
2: <laughs> it did get my tires done faster one day though. That was that was like awesome. That was that was pretty good.
0: Fantastic. I, I, I think that I would totally I think that I would totally use that for minor things. Like tires, r- restaurant reservations. I think I would totally do that. You know, like really big stuff. Yeah. Like if like someone really famous that came up to me, it's like, Oh, are you Dan's? cousin or something i just couldn't do that i couldn't pull that off it'd just be a little bit too obnoxious yeah i just wanted you to be proud of me because i knew who dan Marino was
2: that is impressive that's
0: true yeah because the last game he played was like two days after you were born so that makes sense that's that's <laughs> that's kind of nice that you do know I used who one of the re- greatest quarterbacks is
1: yeah i used to read those uh the like matt christopher
0: sports novels my library ha- at school had a lot of them matt Chris matthew christopher that's that's really also that's also really great. I'm glad they actually let you read books too, and they didn't give you a tablet. You know when you were born, so that's that's. They nice. didn't have them yet. They didn't have the, actually. The Apple Lisa was not invented,
1: or was not the, the Apple Lisa. You don't know about the Lisa. Oh wait, the Lisa wasn't the tablet. The Newton was the tablet that Steve yes. Jobs abandoned. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say Melissa. Lisa Marino is our guest today, and we're really. Lisa, we're really excited to have you in uh, the studio today. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Welcome aboard! Welcome aboard uh, officially to uh, the Profit Roadmap, as well as uh, your new post here at Service Autopilot. We're You're not a up. real
1: employee until you've been on the podcast. I
2: know. I'm very excited to be here. I know.
0: We've had some like some new folks. You know, Jess, our, our human resources uh, director, was here uh, with us a few weeks back, and everything. Talking about why your employees leave you, exactly. And you know, Lisa is a prime example of how to get good employees because we have Lisa now here with us as well Aww, and uh, so sweet but you know Cody something we've uh, talked a lot about on this show is how to take advantage of um, some marketing channels that are out there and we've kind of you know there's a lot of things to still explore I think with social with social media I don't think we've quite beaten that horse to death yet. But for the time being, we're going to kind of put it to rest for a moment because there are a lot of other uh, aspects of marketing that can help and boost your business while still, but being able, without getting overwhelmed. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so, Lisa, why don't you give us some kind of initial thoughts on what are some just, what are some things to not get it carried carried away with when you're talking about multi channel marketing or actually let's just start with what is multi channel marketing?
2: Excellent place to start Is it
0: like multi level marketing?
2: Uh, No, no, let's not go there. Uh, But multi-channel marketing is basically, it's a combination of different marketing channels, um, usually to the same audience with the same message. Uh, And you're going to get a way bigger boost out of your marketing if you do multi-channel versus one channel. I've had clients come to me in the past and say, um, you know, I tried doing this Facebook ad or I tried sending out one email and I didn't get much of a response. Well, especially when it comes to email marketing, one and done is not the way to go, right? You want to blast several emails out to your base and have a good plan behind it. So what we want to do is we want to look at all of the different ways we can market our business. That's going to include social media, and social media can be paid posts. It can be just regular posts that you're putting out to your followers. It can be Twitter posts. It can be Instagram. You're going to have um, door hangers, email marketing Uh, Texts could be considered another form of marketing, right? You've got your website content, banner ads, billboards, even the t-shirts you're wearing when you're doing jobs, yard signs. These are all basically indirect and direct marketing channels that you can use to combine together to get your message out there to your audience. The more times your audience sees your message, the more it's going to resonate with them.
0: I mean, that's a good point. You know, we've talked about uh, being a member of being a member, an active member of your community. Uh, we've talked about on that on previous uh, previous episodes Lisa
1: has a blog post up, actually, that goes into that in uh, pretty great detail that will be linked in the show notes about how to uh, engage with your community by and being present,
0: mm-hmm. successful, successful marketing behind that. That's and that's really good. A lot of people forget, um, you know, they think that it's. I think there's a difference between branding and marketing. While they can, they're certainly not mutually exclusive. Uh, you know, the T-shirts, the hats that are you know part of your uniform, that are part of your brand, so to speak, are part of branding, but they're also they're a way of marketing. They're a way of you know letting everybody know who you're a part of, what team you're a part of, exactly, and uh, and and use and using that aspect.
1: And another way to have a consistent message. Exactly. If you're, yeah. if you're advertising all claims that you're professional and all your guys show up in dirty undershirts with holes in them then like you're not their uniform is not living up to the the advertising message that you've put out
0: I want to kind of go back to something that kind of crept in there Lisa so when you're when you're you're spanning your message across all these different channels you know a, a term that gets tossed around a lot is one voice mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean the same person. But the same tone, the same concept, you know if you use a botch of a bunch of exclamation points, you use a bunch of explanation points all the time, just as a very base example, but, but, but don't do that, but don't Please do that because the writer in Cody is screaming right now about <laughs> accurate punctuation. but what do you have to say about that is there is there truth to that is, that one voice is, is something that is proven in your experience, or you know is it you know while you're doing multiple channels, is there a voice for each specific different type of channel
2: that's an excellent question. What you're going to do is, so the, ov- the, the, under, the undertone, if you will, of your voice will always remain the same, okay? You want to make sure that you are putting um, your voice out there. However, when you're dealing with different channels, you are going to um, diversify that a little bit. So what you're going to do is, if you're on social your tone is going to be a little more relaxed. If you're writing a blog, your tone is going to be a little more relaxed. However, if you're putting um, an email out there with an offer or even something um, that could be an email that has, an invoice for your client, uh, because remember, everything you put out there, you know, you're talking about branding, everything that you put out there, even if it's a letter saying, hey, your invoice is due, that's part of your brand. And you want to make sure you've got your logo on that and whatnot. But that's going to be a more professional tone. So your voice is one thing where it, it, there are different things that we you know that we say here at Service Autopilot in certain ways. Um, that that's our our voice, and that's what we want to put through all of our writing and all the writing we do. You'll see our emails, our blogs, all have that same voice. However, the tones are going to be a little different from channel to channel. Well,
1: and it's probably important to also put out there that like the blog has at least four writers, sometimes mm-hmm. five, but we're all trying to operate from the same brand voice. We're thinking about not how would Cody say this, but how would Service Autopilot say this? We're trying to have a consistent message across all of our blog posts, across the social channels that we're using.
2: Exactly, and that's a great thing to remember that if you have somebody else in your office who's doing your marketing for you, who's doing any kind of writing for you, or even anyone who's out in the field, They are a representation of your company. And that's how they should be putting themselves forward is that a representative of your company.
1: Yeah. And we we like to make jokes a lot about uh, like corporate America wanting to have like silly mission statements or value statements or whatever. But this is where those things become important, because if you teach all of your employees, this is what our brand is about. And the reason that it is important is that we wanna have a consistent message to any customer, no matter what employee they're interacting with, no matter what channel they're seeing us on, we act the same way. And that's why these like, you don't have to get like, if your mission statement becomes like really hyperbolic and we're gonna change the world uh, and vague, then like it's gonna be pretty valueless. But if it's small specific and things that employees can, can implement uh, in their work, then, then it'll be helpful in having a consistent mm-hmm. message.
2: And these are all great examples of that, that indirect marketing that we're talking about. There's direct, which is going to be I'm emailing you an offer, and then there's going to be indirect. Give me your money. Indirect. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's going to be these indirect channels because everything that's out there is, is a reflection. Don't please, by
0: the way. Give me my money, please. No.
2: Please and thank yous. They are always very important.
0: Oh, see, see, you know, she, no, she's agreeing with me.
1: No, no, I'm a, uh, I'm a dirty millennial marketer. I don't say please. I don't say thank you. I
0: say, give me your money. Give, That's the offer. Give me your money. <laughs> I thought we wanted to ki- give me my money because we're trying to get paid for us. No, no, I'm respectful. It's not my money yet. <laughs> okay. ten four. So, um, it's a generational gap there. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> get off my lawn. Okay. <laughs> but it's so um as 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 my mother would say there's just a lot of different things that you're talking about Lisa like i really don't understand like how do you do this over here this over here this over here i just got exhausted just thinking about it gosh bears mom yeah yeah and and, and you could at least knock before you walk into our studio no that's she she just does what she wants she always has um proud proud awesome lady but well, my mother, my mother does have a point, though, because there are a lot of potentials. There is a lot of potential there, too. You did mention quite a few things. And while things like the branding, uniforms, might already be something that are in place and consistent, um, how does one not, you know pick from too many piles and, and, and get overwhelmed. How can we start a sound strategy from the very beginning?
2: That's an excellent point because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want to pick too many channels uh, and, and go out all at once uh, unless you've got a team of 10 marketers behind you that can go ahead and do that. Great. If not, let's break it down. I tell you what, let's break it down to bite-sized, actionable things that our listeners can actually go and do. We're all now. about
1: hors d'oeuvres on the Profit Roadmap.
2: <laughs> Love it. So... Here's a couple of ideas. One, uh, run a Facebook ad uh, within, and I know you guys have talked about Facebook ads and whatnot, so uh, I know we have blog posts out there, other podcasts, whatnot. Go back, listen to some of those um, where we talk about running a Facebook ad, and if you can do a paid ad, that's great. Um, If not, to just some of your followers is, is a great way to start. If you can do paid ads to certain zip codes, and then maybe explore the use of like a val pack. We get all of those great coupons in a val pack. So now you're taking um, two channels right there to the same zip codes and you are going to get your message out in two different ways to those audiences.
1: Same offer, same message. Exactly. Same, I mean, would you recommend even using like if you have a like, if you're using a photo, like using basically the same photo.
2: Absolutely. Same images, same colors, everything. Just
1: adapted to the form.
2: Exactly. Because if someone's not reading it, they're at least seeing it. And you want them to make that correlation between your Facebook ad and the Valpac ad. Not just drive
1: my truck through their neighborhood too?
2: Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> like and with creep, your door hangers. Creep drop, take drive your door by. hangers with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, The other thing you can do is send an email offer to your existing client base um, and send them a text at the same time. Uh, You know, you don't want to necessarily... email to
1: the existing clients be Mm -hmm. like a referral offer?
2: You can do a referral offer. You can do, um, let's say there's a seasonal offer Mm -hmm. coming up that you have, Mm -hmm. um, something along those lines. Maybe there's a new package that you want to create that you think, you know, would do well, test it out. Uh, The -hmm. other thing you can do... um, if you have uh, you know a little bit of a of a larger website um where you're getting uh, a lot of hits so this this is going to work pretty much if it's if it's a website that has a lot of visitors coming to it um, where you can retarget your website visitors um, this is gonna be a little more money that you're gonna put into it and find a service that can actually retarget um the visitors so let's let's take a moment and just talk about what retargeting means yeah i was gonna <laughs> so say exactly can you, can you
0: break down retargeting so
2: somebody visits your website Okay. And um, basically a cookie, we've seen those cookie notices that come out every now and again, like, oh, this site is will we'll place a cookie on your browser. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a little You might code. know it as a
1: Facebook pixel. As exactly. Well.
2: Yeah. Facebook pixel. Yep, because that's what I have. We're going to go right into the <laughs> Facebook pixel with that. So basically somebody um, visits your website and then bounces off of it. And then as they're surfing the net, they are going to get other banner ads delivered to them from your company. When they go on Facebook, if there's a Facebook Pixel that we've talked about, again, it's this little piece of code that's on the website, you never see it, it just gets inserted into your browser on the back end side and then when you're on Facebook, all of a sudden, oh wow, now you're seeing an ad for the website that you just visited. Um, Can I throw out one more thing sure, about the Facebook absolutely.
1: Pixel? The awesome thing about that is that it ties to the Facebook account that is logged in, so if they are on their computer when they go to your website, they will get those retargeted ads on their computer, but they will also get them if they're logged into their Facebook account on their phone when they're scrolling Facebook on their tablet. Phone. Anything else? So yep. you're getting to jump across their devices with a Facebook pixel. So
0: let me and let me just clarify this too, because I think uh, I think a lot of people are start, uh, you know, might get a little bit concerned here about the aspect of retargeting because I think to the uneducated, because this is how I felt about it. I was I. You know, when I before I understood exactly what you're talking about, I kind of started getting worried that there were viruses on my computer, or not to that extreme extent, but like something was wrong. People were sharing my information illegally or anything like that. And it's not really, it's not really like that. It's just, it's, it's. You know those uh, license
1: agreements that you don't read. That you, and you don't just read check exactly. Back and you hit yes yeah. Yes, and you move on. That's that's what,
0: that's what you're giving us permission to do. But it, it's also, it's also something different than that, Us and being that the, marketers. this is the way that I, this is the way that i've that, that i've considered it and because i've been asked this question in sales before like do you share information and we don't here at service autopilot we don't we don't share data we don't share our customers data we don't share your customers data and that's that's great but what i've explained to you about how when when that when that how that can work to your advantage is that you're simply just reemploying employing them you know you're rebroadcasting your message to something they've already seen you're not giving them something unwanted they went to your website at one point they were looking for a lawn care landscape they were looking for a cleaning company they clicked on your facebook ad because they thought it was interesting they looked on your video because they thought it was interesting they initiated the contact the -hmm. contact and so they're just getting they're just getting that re-embedded message i'll tell you what was creepy one time my wife and i were talking about how wouldn't it be cool on this road trip if we had like some kind of like like jerry-rigged arm so we could place the tablet and our son could watch you know the tablet you know on this really really long road trip wouldn't that be cool if something like that existed i kid you not it's on social media like five minutes later and like an ad for some freaking jerry-rigged arm came up that was creepy because i did not did not look at anything i was a conversation with my wife in my home that was creepy.
2: That happens all the time. It happened to me over the weekend. We were thinking about above-ground pools, and all of a sudden, I get hit with ads for above-ground pools. I never searched anything. All I did was talk about it. But if you want to think about it, so this is the same, the, the retargeting is the same kind of thing we're talking about. Like when you go to the you know, the Toro website, and you're looking up different uh, you know, mowers, or you're looking up different pieces of equipment, and all of a sudden, now you go to Yahoo, or you're on ESPN.com, and, and you see a an ad for the same you know, equipment you were just looking at. So it's the same, thing. you can do the same thing with your business and your website with retargeting ads.
0: Exactly, retargeting's a
1: little bit more advanced. Like if we're talking to somebody who's currently only operating Facebook ads or something, and you wanna get into moving your message across multiple channels, like getting a little email list together, doing what Lisa talked about a second ago with some direct mail options, a door hanger, Uh, and a Facebook ad targeted at the same zip code is all a great way to get your feet wet in this. We're talking about moving from kind of things we've talked about in the past on the profit roadmap have been kind of entry level marketing. And what we're trying to talk about with Lisa today is moving to the next step where you're operating a campaign across multiple fields of battle to make sure that people see you multiple times. Lisa, do you know the stat around like how many times the average person sees something before they buy it?
2: Usually it's seven. about seven to ten. Boom! Yeah, there you it. go. Women though are a little more. We 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 take a little longer to to make our minds up. Usually we're going to be um, between like a nine and twelve range.
1: And so for home services companies, diligence, diligence. Uh, a large percentage solving. of the time, keep in mind that you're you're selling to the woman of the house. She's making the decision about this, whether you're cleaning or lawn care or whatever. That's who's taking care of this decision, which means that you need to keep in mind. That someone needs to see your ad ten and fourteen times.
2: Yeah, usually yeah, it can be up to yeah, usually nine to twelve and or seven to ten. Like I said, is the mm-hmm. average, but it, and that's what that's what we're trying to get at here is that whether you're doing um, email marketing to your existing base or you know you you're going to the next level and you're gonna try and do some retargeting ads. It's just a matter of getting the same message out there through different channels to the same audience. And that's what I want you guys to remember is to just think about that, that it's, it's you've got an offer and don't just try to use one channel. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just think, well, I can just do one email and again, remember one and done doesn't work. So try different channels, try, try texting, try uh, multiple, that's the other thing with emails. If you're gonna do emails, three minimum of three emails Uh, don't do one don't do two try three
0: I want to talk a little bit more about combos of of channels here in just a second but before we do that Lisa let's go ahead and take a quick break Uh, we've got a very exclusive message from our own Joe Urbacek he's got a great thing to tell you about here in just a second
1: do you know where your business is going if you're comfortable, if you're sitting atop a growth plateau, I want you to know something. Businesses can't sit still. If you're not growing, breaking down walls, and building your dream business, then your business is dying. You need directions and goals. This November, join us and hundreds of service entrepreneurs to learn how to break through your barriers and build your dream business. Go to serviceautopilot.com forward SA5. And we're back. Hey guys, welcome back to the profit roadmap. Cody and Bear sitting down with Lisa Marino. I'm reintroducing everyone yes. as though this is radio, not a podcast. See, I, I knew I was, on, I was rubbing off. I was rubbing off. It's called
0: a reset. There's nothing wrong with it. We
1: don't need it. They chose the file, they know who's they can, here.
0: They can forget who we are. It's, Joe's for, voice is mesmerizing. You're forgettable. I mean, <laughs>
1: ouch. <laughs> If you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go curl up with my participation trophies and cry for a little bit. Yeah, you should. I'll uh, feel, I'll feel we, special. Are, we are
0: talking to the Lisa Marino. Not of Dan Marino fame, but might as well be because I mean she had I'll her tire it. you know, of, she had her tire Of Marino one point. proximity. Yes. I mean, you are from Florida.
2: Yes, exactly. So. Dark hair, curly hair, blue eyes. We look like we could be cousins. Uh, seriously,
0: you know yeah, I mean there there really is like legitimate similarities and everything. It's not uh it's not like totally out of the realm of possibility. I'm just saying. And it's I funny, leaving,
2: leaving Florida, I, I did not think I would get that question again. And You're then welcome. I came out here and I was like, This oh, is
0: football country, Lisa. This is I, football country.
2: I know.
1: Even someone like me who doesn't watch football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he knew who Dan Marino was, though. So proud of you. I really teared up a little bit so during the break.
2: So this is now the, not the time that I should say that I'm a New York Giants fan.
0: Oh, that's, that's perfectly fine with me. Sort of. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, so it's, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's like, "What's a football?" Um, I know
1: what a football is. It's that round, black and white thing. Brown. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, a, fo- a football.
0: No. no, no. We'll we'll talk about this afterwards. But so at least we were talking about different channels of marketing, and we tackled some really key issues. And and Cody did a really good job of kind of explaining how in previous episodes right, we've talked about. Uh, very basics and how people can tackle this. And you're, you're bringing in a, a whole new whirlwind of a concept. And I really want to make this very approachable for the people who listen to our show. This is certainly possible. And you don't have to have, even though you threw the number of 10 marketing employees to do all of these things, you don't necessarily have to have 10 employees to employ the right ones. Now, Cody, Cody has mentioned, as we have on previous podcasts, the key um, consumer... Of uh, of the product out there, lawn care, landscaping, and cleaning, particularly, are women. Pool maintenance, any home, yeah, surface. any home service are is women. Women are the are the the main consumers of this product. They're the decision makers um, in this process. And you noted that ten to twelve hits or touches, as we call it in mm-hmm. sales, uh, ten to twelve touches is going to be the applicable amount to in order to 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 get a buy out of uh, the get a buy out of your lead rather. So, what are in your experience, what are some of the best ways to market service products or you know, home services to women specifically?
2: So, in the past we have found that one of the best ways to market is actually through social. Um I've been able to work with um, probably close to 100 different appliance stores uh, in the past, and we did a combination of email marketing, Facebook ads, and direct mail to them. They also had some little bit of retargeting going on and whatnot, but the biggest um, push that they got was from social, and it's the same with pretty much any kind of field service out there as well. Um you have to think about the demographic that we're going after. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's let's talk about social for a quick second there. And you're going to find your younger generations on Snapchat, some Instagram, some Twitter. Um, right now, Snapchat is the ad for them. So is that necessarily the venue we want to use? Probably not. Facebook, however, our Garrett, demographic.
1: Garrett Matthews uh, just had his head explode. He is not happy. He loves, Patrick and I made a lot of jokes about Snapchat being dead, Mm -hmm. and Garrett came and found us ahead of the conference, and he was like, hey guys, I just wanted to show you all these sweet leads I've had come in today from Snapchat. (laughs) Uh, He was doing uh, Christmas lights in Louisiana, and they had a Snapchat Uh ad that redirected to a a ClickFunnels page, and they were like printing
0: money with Snapchat.
1: It, It was so impressive.
0: No, the check's actually clear. Were they actually just twelve-year-old girls on Snapchat? <laughs> <Yeah>. Just twelve-year-olds. <laughs> <girls laughs> like, that's flights. what I was going
2: to say. Is how legitimate were the leads in that respect? But no, I believe they were, it. They I were believe. Yeah. Sales. Oh, I God. absolutely believe that it can work. I think it just depends on what you're trying to put out there, and and who you're trying to go after. I yeah. I would say a majority of our demographic is going to be more of the Facebook generation. Um, I I mm. am a firm believer in in Facebook ads because I've seen them work. That's why. Uh, so I think, you know, as far as something that you're looking to do quick and can get off the ground pretty easily um, with not a lot of, you know, financial backing behind you in that respect, you know, you don't need a ton of money to do a Facebook ad. That's a great thing. Um, you can put in as much or as little as you want. So I think definitely, you know, let's talk. You talk about the 10 touches. So I tell you what, let's try this. So 10 touches, right? Um, yeah, hit me. You are at a site, and you are wearing your company shirts, and you are um, walking to and from the house or walking around the yard or walking around the pool, whatever the case may be, and neighbors see you.
0: Okay, so that's one.
2: One. All right. Your truck is driving through that neighborhood, and it has your sign on it. It's two. So, uh, next thing you know, um, you put a yard sign in on that late, you know, obviously with their permission, um, saying that your business just, uh, re landscaped this entire yard.
0: Three. Okay. And this is all stuff you do in the scope of your, your job. Like you wear a uniform, you drive a truck, yep. and you. So we you haven't even gotten
1: it. to like direct actual, actual yet. work
0: right we're, yeah.
2: we're at three. Um, next thing you know, you do, um, a nine around, yeah. And you are sending, um, let's say, actually, let's let's before we send anything, we're gonna go put door hangers uh, around, right, that area. So that's four. Um, next thing you know, you're doing email marketing, still
0: being done while work is being done at that residence. Yep. You just send a guy out for ten minutes and. Hang up some door knob hangers.
2: Exactly. So, um, th- what, three of those things aren't even going to take any time. One is going to take a couple of minutes to go run and do that. Um, then what you're going to do is, let's say you're going to start sending um, a-, a postcard to those areas, all right, to those addresses. And then you can send, um, let's try. That's five. We're up to five we're, now. We're up to five. Okay. Um,
1: Halfway to a sale. Yes. Exactly.
2: Um you're going to run a Facebook ad. You can do a... Zip code. A, a zip code. You, there are also ways to do a little radius. You can do one-mile radius around an area as well. But let's say zip code or, okay, or one-mile radius around... Especially if you have an area that has a cluster of houses that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's Rout do a density. one ar- So now right. we're at six. Let's right? say
1: that this Facebook ad is... Uh, Sending you over to, you've made a little plant guide for your area. It's like a three-page thing that you wrote up with your existing knowledge of plants in the area. If you're in cleaning, it's a guide to making some like safe household cleaners using vinegar or whatever. Uh, Why does it always have to be vinegar? Sorry. Because vinegar cleans things. I know it does. So you've made this little guide. You put it behind, uh, this is a lead magnet. You put it behind uh, a sign-up where they give you their name and email. And boom, now you can hit them on your email list.
2: Yep. So let's say we send them two emails. They open one. Yeah. They'll open one. Uh, That's seven, maybe eight. And then uh, let's say we've taken it to the next level and because they've hit our website, we're retargeting them with an ad. So that's nine. And don't forget, when you're doing email marketing, Facebook advertising, banner ads, those are all going to be multiple touches. So you're up to 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, depending upon how many you're sending. Right. So we got through, I think, about five or six touches. Without
0: any effort, very little. Yeah. We're talking minutes. In terms of effort,
2: absolutely. And then you know, I mean, it could be something like, uh, you know, I go, I go into you know the diners around here, and there's a, a, a bulletin board up with business cards from local businesses. Throw your business co- card up on the board.
0: Several yeah. businesses actually promote that, like a local taco chain here, Fuzzy's Tacos. They're all about local businesses. Like people put up magnetic signs, drop business cards. I mean, it's 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 a forest of small business
2: I mean there are a lot of ways that you can do inexpensive or no cost grassroots marketing to get your touches out there and 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 again it's just it's about getting that message even if it's just from a branding perspective and getting your business name out there you know it's a numbers game exactly do try and think about you know what what can you do what can you offer um, your clients that they are going to be interested in wait
1: wait, I'm going to tie a bow on it it's a game of inches that turn into yards.
2: Another football reference. God, you're adorable.
1: Well, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the show today, for hanging out with Bear and I in the studio.
2: It was a pleasure being here.
1: Yeah, guys, we will. Uh, don't forget that conference tickets are on sale, like Joe told you earlier. Uh, we're really excited about SA5. We got a lot of good stuff. Uh, Price in, is changing
0: very soon, so yeah. get on that.
1: Yeah, uh, we've got a lot of cool things in, in the oven there that we're cooking up for you, so we are excited to see you guys in November. Bear and I will be recording podcasts at the conference again. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear that we might even be doing a, a Profit Roadmap
0: live from the
1: main stage. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. People get to see my handsome face and your not-so-handsome face. Awesome. I get to see my horrible haircut in person.
1: <laughs> All right. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, until Thank you, Lisa. next week. I'm I'm Cody Owen. He's Barry DuPlissy and she was Lisa Marino. Still still is Lisa Marino.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody.